0: you <music> Hey guys, how's it going? This is episode 33 of the Creating Me podcast. And this is Sally Moyer and Claire Bruce from Smart Art Agency, which is based in Aberdeen. I had a really, really cool chat with Sally and Claire. covered loads of interesting topics about how smart came to be, you know, their kind of creative practice and also their kind of ethos behind their business. So yeah, I think, you know, having an opportunity to record these chats in the, in the anatomy rooms is really cool um, to connect with um been Creatives, so I want to thank Sally and Claire for coming on the podcast and, you know, coming out of their comfort zone and having this chat with me. I really enjoyed it and I think you guys will, and as usual, I'll be back at the end of this episode for another little ramble, so I'll see you guys soon. Hello and welcome to The Creative Podcast, this is going to be episode 33, um, yeah it's going to be a cool one today, I'm with Sally Muyar. That was that was wrong, didn't I? <laughs> oh, yeah. See, this is the thing. Every time I introduce <laughs> someone on the podcast, I always get their name, second name, wrong. I don't know why. So, it was yeah. <laughs> It's, like, just it's Mo- Moyer. Moyer. It's yeah. Moyer Moyer. Claire <laughs> Bruce, they're from Smart. And is it, does it go to the titles? Is it Smart Agency or Smart Consultants? No,
1: it's Smart Art Agency
0: now. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. And, yeah, thank you guys for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Thank you. Um, I think... Um, what I usually do um, when I start a kind of podcast episode I kind of get a guest, kind of do a little kind of little bio, a little short intro about themselves, and the kind of like how they kind of got started with their particular practice. So I don't know who's gonna go first. Like, <laughs> you go. You go first. All
1: right. Um, gosh, that's a big question. Um, I guess uh, first and foremost, I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I trained as an artist. I went to grade school of art. Um, I did painting. Um, and then I left uh, a school of art and went to the Slade School of Fine Art in London and did my master's of fine art down there. Um, so I always kind of think of myself as an artist. Um, and then came back to Aberdeen, and yeah, I was kind of sort of a bit lost in the kind of place in terms of what was I good? How how could I practice as an artist in Aberdeen? What yeah. did that look like? So I kind of started doing artist led curatorial projects, and then. Yeah, the kind of rest is history in a way, but I'll let Claire introduce what she did. (laughs) I, uh,
2: so I went to Grays as well, but I came from more of the design side. So it was, well, the course at the time was called Visual Communication and like Design and Craft, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Um, So yeah, that was in, left in 2004. And then kind of just tried to keep up design work, doing various different freelance things, but at the same time just working in retail um just trying to keep going and doing various bits Mm -hmm. and pieces then I got a job with Grampian Hospitals Art Trust so worked with them for a few years had a great time there met so many people I think that's totally what started me off on the right track it was a really great varied place to work um and yeah in between that sort of met Sally as well and then the story goes down that route, yeah. I suppose. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you guys were probably at uni then at different times. Yeah, you know? two yeah. years apart.
1: Two years oh, apart. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't know We didn't know each other. You, yeah. Yeah, no, I did then. painting. Yeah, so I yeah, I was two years. In, yeah, we were we were there at the same time, but just at different stages yeah. in our, um, within our education and stuff. But we kind of knew of each other. We yeah, kind of seen faces. each other. It's fa- yeah. more about your faces. Well, and then stuff.
2: I ended up. It was at the, at the time Sally was working at what was the foyer. Gallery it was the foyer oh, restaurant yeah, and gallery that, yeah. Yeah. yeah on Crown Street, yeah. um so yeah you were the curator there yeah. so I it was just from you would go to the openings there because there was obviously some great shows there was were amazing shows part. that we put on the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh yeah I think that's when I met you met yeah. the first time because you were pregnant
1: I was pregnant I that time yeah I think I think it's that um thing that Claire's highlighting is just about when you first leave art school you've got to have this kind of portfolio career you've kind of got to like yeah basically like delve into so many different things to, to keep your practice going and stuff and like when i came back um I just wanted to get my work seen, you know. Like when I came back from London, and I was deemed a failure by my peers in London because, you know, how could you possibly be successful from the north of Scotland? Where was that? Was that somewhere like Iceland, you know? <laughs> and, it, and it really was like that. Yeah, because I mean, people it's like
0: the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, Attitude towards like yeah. if you wasn't from these kind of main cities, Manchester, Liverpool. Exactly. North how could
1: stuff. you? How could you be an artist? How could you be okay. successful? Well, at least go back to Edinburgh
2: well exactly yeah and I was
1: and at that time you know I'd finished at the Slade you know I felt like I was on this kind of like upward trajectory you know you're coming back you're really kind of like buzzing because you've made this kind of work and then I was just like getting in touch with lots of galleries and I was like how do I get my work seen they were like oh we don't take proposals or just put stuff on and we'll kind of we'll see it and I'm like well if I can't get a show how can I be sought out you know how can I you know how do you get your work seen so and um, That was basically just started to do the first project I did was the Wandsworth collection, which was called Bend and Sea. And I basically worked with Stephen Bothwell at the time. He had a, he'd just bought his house down at the harbour where on James Street. And basically we put, well, I, I put on the show of my work and I collaborated with a jeweller and we just like, and I got like 12 sponsors from like all over Aberdeen. They all did lots of different things, like from the design work to the canopies to the um, the drinks, like so people kind of did like hair and makeup and we just made like a really like a big big deal of it um and off of the back of that at that time I'd just been given a show at the foyer by the previous creator um and there was this ad in the paper which was like for gallery coordinator and at the time I thought oh, brilliant it'll be her assistant what an amazing experience but lo and behold it wasn't and it was for the main job <laughs> right. and I remember going for an interview and thinking oh my god I can't I, I can't possibly do this but then at the same time I thought well I can you know and and that was kind of how my journey at the foyer started. Um, and obviously the Foy is a really interesting initiative in the sense that it's a charity, yeah. but then it's also got a social enterprise. And the Foy restaurant and gallery was one of the most prolific contemporary yeah. art spaces in Aberdeen. And it was a great space and it had a great programme that um, um, Susan from Hammerton Stores set up. And, you know, she, she, she built the foundations for it. Yeah. And then I obviously just kind of picked up the kind of mantle at that time. And, and it was just through Claire coming to openings and, you know, um, we had seven shows per year. We had seven sponsors from the corporate sector. It was really busy and it really supported the kind of contemporary art scene in Aberdeen from emerging right through to established practitioners. And that's how we met, wasn't it? It was just really yeah, just, just about going to openings Yeah, well, stuff. I was
2: working at GATT at the time, but it, it, at the same time, you we were just trying to make sure you had connections, you were going yeah. to stuff, making sure you met people, yeah. knew what was going on. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, we just got... Chatting, really? Chatting. Really? and yeah. then I was like, "I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm <laughs> pregnant, and I need the help. <laughs> haven't work with me."
0: <laughs> so, so it sounds like um, you know, because I still kind of think is that the same thing now is actually for like the up and coming people in Aberdeen or the North East is actually getting yourself seen, like yeah, we like networking and stuff like that. Do you think that's still quite integral? actually getting yourself it's really important Mm -hmm. just
2: even if it's just for yourself to just make sure you're you're
1: meeting people you know what's (laughs) going on to just like i I think like what we what we've noticed in the 12 years that we've kind of been practicing together is that that if you're you're in those kind of situations you can have those kind of impromptu conversations like you know you can just have those accidental kind of conversations if you know what i mean and like you can just be chatting and you know you can have a whatever you can have a few wines you can not have a few wines or whatever that may be but you can just have those conversations that you might not have within a kind of business day sort of like terms. so it's it's that moment that you can't
2: plan yeah i i didn't plan (laughs) to go to that exhibition opening and think well that'll be the next 11 years God, my <laughs> She's probably thinking she, she didn't. <laughs> you just, you just, ne- you just never know. Yeah. So you all don't, it takes yeah. is that little. Just so kind of like kind of, a happy accident. Yeah, it? And yeah. Kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, yeah. that takes a bit of sort of putting yourself right. I'm not yeah. the most confident person at going okay. to openings and having to network and yeah. do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But sometimes you just, yeah, you just gotta put yourself right. Because if yeah. if you're not there and you're not chatting to people, and same as like some of the
1: the projects that we do if we don't know people are out <clears> there <throat> yeah, how, <throat> how do you yeah like i think it's really important if you're if there's any advice that we can give it's about making yourself known like you know even to like us who you know we are doing the Looking again festival we are doing big art projects we're working not just locally we're working across nationally and like you know across like all of the uk so i think like you know if we don't know about what people are up to we you know we don't we don't have that time and i understand now when i was asking galleries oh, why won't you, how can't I get a show? And it's like, because genuinely they don't have time because you're you a tiny, tiny, you're tiny outfit. There's two of us, you know, and, and it's about capacity and resources in which, to, you know, and we've really yeah. recognised that really quickly. So, you know, the people that, a lot of the opportunities that a lot of the people that have been under the projects that we've done is because they've come and asked us and they've yeah. kind of like came and said, oh, I've got this really good idea. How do I work with you? How does, you know, kind of make it happen? And if we really feel you know what actually yeah let's just let's find a way you Or know, it make, might just
2: be exactly what we're looking, what we for. Yeah. What you're okay. looking for
1: so i think it's important to like have the the courage i guess to say can i just have a chat like, can i just yeah. kind of you know can i come and get, tell you about my idea yeah. and like see and well, because it's that kind effect. of thing isn't it if you don't
0: ask and you don't get kind of thing yeah. it's mm-hmm. if you're not actually Kind of dipping your toes out there and thinking like and getting some kind of feedback and stuff, then you're not going to really have any clues. Yeah, and it might or...
2: maybe that specific project you had in mind, maybe mm. it, that doesn't work, but yeah. it could be that you're thinking, oh, but I that's that person that we spoke to mm-hmm. that time before yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Okay,
0: so how did like smart then? How did that come about then? What was that was <laughs> it like after a few drinks? Or was it kind of like this no? No, 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 no yeah. I started okay. it. Yeah,
1: no, I think Evan. Um, so what happened was when I was at the foyer. Mm. So there was like when I so when I was when I was a gallery coordinator at the foyer at that time, and um, we initiated um, partnerships. So at the time we initiated a partnership with Robert Gordon University, and I became the exhibitions officer there for two and a half days a week. And we also initiated a relationship with BP at that time when they were developing their new headquarters in DICE. And um, so that was kind of like how my role came about. And then at the same time there was I was getting kind of. Um, calls or inquiries from people out with the city asking me would I get involved in curatorial projects one specifically from Dundee which we which was a massive kind of three-year project that we worked on that we've got lots of fond memories of but come you can come back to that one, <laughs> to that one. Um, right. but, but you know and, and it was at that point there was all this kind of like you know people asking me to do stuff but at that point I was employed at the foyer and it was that thing it was like January 2007 and it was just that leap of leap of faith moment it was like can I go freelance you know I went to the head of the foyer at that time and said look I've, I've got all these opportunities can I still be the gallery coordinator for the foyer um but do it on a freelance basis because I want to set up my own agency I want to set up at that time it was smart consultant Sally Moyer Art that's where smart comes from And um, and um and it was just that thing about having that confidence in which to do that that year it got I started my business I got married I fell pregnant and I'm not really sure what else I've done I've probably lost my mind at the end <laughs> yeah. of the year but, uh, but you know so it's just that thing about um, yeah like, yeah that's kind of how I'll start. Yeah,
0: but you know when you're in that position of actually saying okay I can go freelance are you also equally having that incredibly feelings of fear and doubt oh, massively how, how big was that yeah. then, it's know? huge I yeah. mean because it's
1: a massive risk you know like and I think you have to have I mean I was really really lucky that I had an amazing support network around me in the sense that I had my mum and dad I had a great, you know, great family, my husband, you know, you know, well, he wasn't my husband at that point. But you know, I did have I had great, you know, I had friends, I had a, you know, I was lucky in that I had a network of people that I that I in some ways I knew, and I built lots and lots of relationships, like what Claire was saying, in terms of, I built a lot of relationships within the business network. So I think it was just that, yeah, like, I'd made myself known. I, I, yeah, I, I think that was really important for me. It was a huge risk because I didn't pay myself any money. I had no money, you mm-hmm. know, for, well, you know, we literally lived off of mm-hmm. no money for a very long time. And, you know, you just kept reinvesting, reinvesting, reinvesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it, 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 it's really scary. Mm-hmm. And we honestly um, said yes to so many things, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we thought, how on earth are we going to do that? Okay. But, then, <laughs> but then you find a way. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, because at the start, I was
2: still, I was still working at Mm Gat, and still doing...
1: (laughs) Working in my bedroom. Working in Sally's bedroom,
2: (laughs) still doing that. So it was that, that was like a balance. So then when I did, you were kind of realizing it was sort of tipping one way, which was, I mean, I, and I loved like what I did before, but it was just, yeah, Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, maybe you just need to take that jump. But yeah, and it's definitely a scary thing, because then it's all on your shoulders. And you came from employment, like a good
1: salary with a pension, Mm -hmm. the whole shebang, to then we were just like, every pound's a prisoner.
2: (laughs) What was that about? I don't know why you did that. No, I'm joking. Yeah, no,
1: yeah.
2: But it was because, yeah, we we just, at that time, it just got so busy. We ended up working on some really big...
1: Really big project. project. And I think an example of the fact that you were employed, we were working in Dundee on this massive project. Um, it was part of um, PPFCP, which was this research project into contemporary craft practice yeah. and the kind of new dialogue for, for contemporary craft. And we did a big project which was called Future Craft. Um, yeah, was it just Future Craft voice? Yeah, I yeah can't remember we've done so many projects I'm trying to remember what the right title was anyway but it was in Dundee and like Claire had taken holidays to come down and work on the project and then literally it like extended and you were like phoning your boss saying oh could I maybe just like stay for a few more days you know like it was just bonkers so that was when you made the decision it It was time to yeah to take your leap of faith yeah
0: and how did that feel then when you took your kind of leap of faith and saying this is what I'm doing now I'm going to it's, yeah, it,
2: it's definitely it's a scary thing, but at the time it just felt right yeah, because right. we were and and I think because we knew it wasn't like starting from nothing. We we had all these projects in the mm-hmm. pipeline, so yeah. it felt yeah. it was definitely right. There was just always a next step that felt yeah, like yeah. so it was it was just really exciting at
1: the time. It was it yeah. It is weird mm-hmm. because we've worked across like so many partners, like you know, like because when I first went, I'm just thinking about when I. I first went when we first started up and then I literally was pregnant and then you had to run the artist in residence at the Aberdeen Arts Centre yeah. and it was literally like,
2: All right, see you later. I'm gonna have a baby and you're yeah, just like and I'd never I'd you know yeah. I I had done like working on you know but yeah, nothing, nothing just like being that. thrown into it like that. But.
1: And I think that's our strengths. I think a strength of ours is like learning through doing. Okay. Like, you know, we've we we do not come from formal yes. curatorial yes. backgrounds. We don't that's not where we're coming from. I guess we see every project. Problem you, solver, we're problem solvers. <laughs> yeah, yeah we <we're> definitely are <laughs> problem solvers. Yeah, we can definitely deal with logistics. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess like when you guys say it, it's like it's 12 years now. It's coming up for 12 years. It's coming up yeah. for 12 years and stuff. So, that's a very kind of long time then that you've been doing this. And uh, just for the listeners, what kind of like you said the project in Dundee, that was like the first big one that you kind know, of mm. like took on. And did yep. you, was it just you two, or did you kind of get some volunteers helping out as well? A bit? it was, <laughs>
2: it was. Uh, but there was a, there was people in Dundee. Yeah. But in terms of what the part that we were put on it, it was, it was
1: just the two of us. us two. And my dad <laughs> and a man called Bill yeah. <laughs> and a man called I can't believe I've forgotten his name. Scott. Scott yeah, Scott. Scott. And we had such a laugh in Dundee. It was just that we stayed in the most random B B that had the most chintz like <laughs> bedded and yeah. Jackie she was a friend of us was helped project project managing stuff for us at that time because it was we were like taking it was taking the first thing projects. out of the city yeah that so was the first project yeah.
2: Sort of done. But so, yeah. yeah so that was the kind of start
1: of us like like say saying yes to projects and then yeah. thinking oh my god how do we go do about doing this
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially
1: somewhere where it is somewhere else and mm-hmm. you don't have the connections yeah. and you don't have people you can call on mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah so that was that was the first big project that we did, and then, yeah, we've just we have honestly genuinely done so much yeah. since yeah. then. Like, the we've done.
2: gallery was still running at that time. It ran until twenty twelve. And at that point, we had the Creative Art House, yeah. where our office moved into, which yeah. had some studios above, a really varied kind of. People, photographer. We had there was a picture gallery, web designer,
1: photographer, jeweler, and collective. Yeah, Um, they were in the space, and it was a cool little muse kind of space up in Rosemount. It was just on uh, Forbes Street in Rosemount, and in a way that for us that was kind of the start of like creating that art school element of like bringing different art forms together to have that kind of cross pollinated types of conversations. So that and it really did actually generate at that time. It was creating Mm -hmm. a buzz, wasn't it, across different art disciplines and. And it was a real shame because it it was that slump when everybody was like, we tried to get people out of their bedrooms to kind of be part of a a creative community, but then everybody had to go back to their bedrooms. And then for us then... That yeah, was a real, whole building. a whole building. Okay. And then right. financially, that was yeah, like a massive, ball, massive yeah. strain yeah. on us. And then I went off and had another baby mm-hmm. <laughs> and left her. Yeah. But, but then I guess that's when we started doing bigger projects. Like we got a um, yeah, funding, Culture Crush was a big Olymp- project, yeah, the Olympics. 2012
2: was coming and they had all the build-up sort of cultural projects happening. Yeah. We did them, yeah, Culture Culture Crush, yeah. and that was
1: working with like APA, that was working with City Moves. We did like an Extreme Kalei. We had like National um, Theatre well, Scotland, but okay. telephone boxes and um, that you went in and had a conversation with. Yeah. There was, um, you know, that was a really, that was, a, you know, there was um, haircutting and yeah. stuff like you could um, tell a story to get your haircut for free. Right. That
2: was our first, when you think about it, it was the first real public collab, art and collaborative yeah. sort of working across lots of different organisations. Oh, right. yeah.
1: yeah. in managing that mm-hmm. and like kind of facilitating and producing it. That was kind of like our first major yeah. project sure.
0: for that. Cool. I think as well like one thing I'm of interested to kind of hear your opinions on about the kind of creative you touched on it a bit earlier about the kind of creative community in Aberdeen and compared to when you kind of started and when you graduated what have you kind of seen changed? like also good and bad kind of things What what's your kind of opinions or reflection of that so far
1: it's changed a lot yeah. I mean like it's it's really different I mean I, and it changes like as with type you know yeah, times have, have changed things
2: have come and gone mm-hmm even well like spaces that are available
1: maybe certain
2: events and things that happen but in terms of how people are connected up and working collaboratively a bit more and oh yeah it's that's that's much better now yeah Yeah. we
1: we've noticed the difference i guess like it's that thing about aberdeen and i guess maybe like say 10 years ago lots of people worked their own little silos because it was just to do with capacity again it's to do with the fact that you're just you've got that you've got a certain job to do you've got a certain amount of money you've got a certain amount of people and you just get on with the job where I think in the last five years there's been like some instrumental changes and things like Aberdeen festivals has been like really really icon, you know really important moment I guess in Aberdeen when it brought together a lot a lot of small projects but actually gave this kind of like big voice mm-hmm. because we don't have massive budgets for marketing even for Luke again you know we have tiny budgets for marketing yeah. um and even for smart we 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 never advertised we never did anything it was all word of mouth every job we got was word of mouth um, and it was just based on the fact that we did a good we just did we did the job and we did it well yeah. you know and yeah. I'm, not, I'm not afraid to say that you know we we're, we work really hard yeah. we do we put in 120 percent you know we you, you definitely get you know a good return for your investment if you get smart (laughs) 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 i'm not gonna lie we probably give way more than we should but you know but um uh, but yeah you know so yeah i do think aberdeen's probably a more yeah it's a more exciting place culturally you know what i mean i think there's a lot more um on offer and i think it's an important time to stay opportunities and things are yeah 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 it's important i think like for the first time now we've seen in like like three different projects that we have done but we we do see people wanting to stay now and i do think that there's a change and shift in terms of that it's a bit cheaper to stay it's not as cheap as anywhere else but the the rentals have gone down which it does make it more attractive for people to hang around Um, and that's important because if we don't have that grassroots community then there really is no point us doing you know what i mean because that's what makes it vibrant and exciting because they're taking their own initiative and they're making good stuff happen so because we can only do so much mm-hmm. yeah. and we've kind of feel like we've tipped over now in a weird way because we're yeah. you know we're, we're not that independent as, as we used to be in the sense that we're just like doing stuff because we just had to make stuff happen yeah. yeah you know um so it's kind of strange we're, we're at a strange point i guess
0: yeah right but um, one another was going to ask you you know when you're kind of like setting up and you so you get like funding that like corporate kind of funding mm-hmm. how do those kind of conversations go about like, actually approaching a company and saying hi i've got this thing i'm doing this project and is it like lots of kind of meetings after meeting initially when you first we, start we, we it... literally <laughs> survived off yeah. the corporate
1: purse for seven years okay, we had no right. we had no public money right. we literally paid ourselves very little mm-hmm. And we got lots before, of money for a the corporate project. They were much sector. more open. Oh, yeah. We to could just that. go and ask could, yeah. anybody for money. We could just go in and be like, can you me three grand for a project? no worries there you go whereas it's much more difficult yeah there's been a massive
0: cut down to like a few companies and
1: And they're just much more cautious about what they do Mm -hmm. support and what they want to be associated with and how and also a lot of it is that the decision making is not being made locally Mm -hmm. so the decision making has been made in london or it's been made in America, wherever that that Mm -hmm. headquarters may be whereas before that the decision maker was very much based in the city so they felt the city they understood the city You know, so they kind of felt the heartbeat of it. So, they un- you know, they understood why you were trying to do what you were trying to do. And I think, whereas now, asking those questions, you really have to think really hard about who the, 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 who you're asking the money from. Yeah. And you really have to research them as a, as, a, mm-hmm. as a business or what their kind of CSR objectives are, um, you know, where, where they want to align their money, you know. And you do have to dig a lot deeper. But the money is still there. Yeah. And and it's just about having the confidence to go and ask. I mean, the questions. I mean, we've we've done like how many shows for BP now? I think we're nearly at fifty. Yeah. Okay. We're nearly well, at fifty well, yeah. shows for BP, and um, we've run their, their uh, private gallery space. It's it's to do with well being and yeah. the kind of changing the kind of um, aesthetic environment of a workplace, um, which which is a really important thing to to kind of talk about in terms yeah. of that how art is used in that kind of health and well being environment. So yeah. I think you just have to ask the question, but you have to be very clear about what you're asking for yeah. and what they're going to get in return. Because it's, yeah. tra- it's a transaction. Mm-hmm. That's it's exactly a, what it is. A
0: transaction also kind of an investment, I guess, for them as mm-hmm. well. I was thinking, okay, what are I going to get from yeah. you guys actually producing and stuff? Yeah. yeah, and gone are the
1: days that people just want their Did logo. D- no, exactly. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> not just <that> you going <laughs> with an
2: ask. Yeah, they say yes, yeah. and all they want is their logo. No, yeah. that they've that got to, to be prepared to to have days. have a bit of yeah, <laughs> give and take. It doesn't work anymore
0: yeah. <laughs> and what kind of like other projects, um, I know you, you guys, um, were you involved with The Hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. Was, so that was you guys as well, yeah. was I kind of, well, wasn't sure, but um, yeah, that was, that was you guys last year and that was like, um, a, there was like a food market, wasn't there? Yeah, fine was us was, as like, well, like, yeah. Like, um, a craft yeah. market as yeah. well, and that was based in the Quad, wasn't it? Yeah, the Marshall, Marshall Quad, yeah. yeah. And how did that go then, doing that, that was, the first, that was the first year then, wasn't that The Hand Market?
2: Well, that stemmed from so when Sally and me first started working mm-hmm. together, and when I was still at GAT, we at Gat, we'd always spoken about wanting to try and bring people into the space um, and use use the different spaces in the hospital in a different way. And you'd what got the had spark, a, that, yeah, an, was an like... idea in the back of head yeah, as well. Anyway, we at that time there was a bit of a trend for sort of vintage tea parties, sort yeah. of craft design, mm-hmm. sort of markets and things. So that's how we started up Tea Cozy. Mm-hmm which was the first sort of design market that we'd done. So that happened over at Forrester Hill yeah. in the old gym hall. We had like, how many? 20? I think it was 12. I think it was 12. 12 yeah, 12. 12 like designers burgers, mm-hmm. um taking part. And that was sort of the, the start of that That's journey tough. because mm-hmm. then Tea Cozy lasted for about five yeah, years. five
1: years. We, um, did it, we, we did it in the hospital. We did it in the old Nando's, which is Nando's now on... Yeah, which was in the, old pier, the old obviously pier. Obviously in yeah, the we did Tea yeah. yeah. Cozy Carousel, we did Tea Cozy Christmas, Tea Cozy 2, we yeah. did it in the Cowdery Hall twice. Cowdery Hall and in Rosemount Community Centre. And we did it Center. in Rosemount Community
2: Centre. Um, so, yeah, and it was really successful, really popular. Yeah. Um it had a huge follow-in, didn't yeah, a no, following, didn't it? massive following. was great, it had like, brilliant openings for it. Um,
1: yeah, and... and then that led to a project that was to do with Aberdeenshire Council, which was part of their be, um, be Part of the Picture, which was a placemaking project, and that was about, the, they saw the work that we did with T Cozy and how we, we were supporting um, the kind of creative industries and up-and-coming designers and stuff, and they asked us to curate a contemporary art, craft and design fair for, um, <laughs> uh, well, we basically in West Hill essentially is where they wanted it to be. Yeah. And we ended up taking over Fox Lane Garden Centre, which was basically two large greenhouses, which normally um, their bedding plants were the, the kind of, um, the, yeah, the tables that they would have their bedding plants on. We turned them into creative stations and we had like 32 designers show their work in there. Um, and we had like creative transport where we had Donna Wilson create these knitted um, creatures that she had that you could get on the bus with her creatures that they took right. you to the site. Okay. Um, we had Like, like a, a park, creative
2: parking and ride.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, You could yeah. go a car and then it oh, took cool. you around. And that was yeah. called Glass House. And that was a really... And then so the picture that you saw on, on our showreel, on our website, yeah, yeah. John, that was how he was dressed. Right. Um, <laughs> so he did Spoolbase. Um, he did a project called Spoolbase. So he was the hospitality... Um, for the opening of that event and yeah and it was just Glass House was brilliant for us because it just proved uh, I guess from from our point of view it was it showed that people want to buy high quality products Mm -hmm. and not
2: just at Christmas and not just at Christmas that was March yeah so there's there's an appetite
1: for it Um, and so like literally all of those these projects basically led us to Han I guess you know other people coming and saying will you will you produce something for us to kind of like I guess kind of um, showcase the kind of local authenticity i guess in terms of um creative practices across um mm. design and craft mm. and that's what we can and that's when han han was born because han's the Dotted word for hand mm. and then obviously fine. we wanted yeah. to kind of really root it in in the northeast yeah. and it was really important for us that it had it was connected to the city um, and it was to celebrate the kind of talent that we do have here
0: yeah no, awesome and i think um i was kind of like i remember one time i was going back over london on the flight and i think it must be guys working on the gas and the funny thing they said is, like, back to civilization. <laughs> like, that was obviously, this is years ago, i just like, probably their impression of And I kind of find it a bit funny. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, London civilized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of like how, like, as Londoners, like, and not slacking off my Londoners or anything, but we always kind of have a thing, like, this is where it's happening. Yeah. This is the yeah. you know, kind of like neglect everywhere else in the kind of UK kind of bit and stuff. But I think for guys, like, for people like you and what you're doing, you're also kind of definitely born the a microscope on the northeast of Scotland and you know what's happening here and what's it kind of feeling like being like from other places in the UK about you know what you guys are doing in Aberdeen in general you know a creative kind of scene in Aberdeen
1: I think I think people are really excited I about think it, that, it yeah especially just now yeah. yeah
0: there's a good buzz about it and yeah. people
2: actually wanting to come up to things yeah. um We've got brilliant relationships with people
1: extern like out with the city. Yeah, like,
2: talking really positively. Yeah, like Lillian Mim happening? was a big, yeah. massive
1: project for us, wasn't it? And like yeah. that was bringing but even people. Even we from... had the Smart Gallery. at yeah. you know, that time Smart was Gallery well. was brilliant because yeah, like it, and I think like what you're saying, it was like we wanted to bring people to the city. To like just show them what an opportunity Aberdeen was, because the thing is, it's not the story wasn't written at that time. So when we set up the Smart Gallery in 2012, we wanted to develop our own cultural voice because we were well, it was to get people in the city to just realise what was happening, what was
2: here, talk positively about it massively. Because we were
1: sick, fed up with the kind of negative chat that went out from. You know, and like, and yeah, and we were just like, there is really good stuff going on here. Oh, and, and if there's, there's really not, good people. Just make it happen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And something. we made it happen. Yeah. That's what we wanted to do. Because there yeah. wasn't, no, nothing was really serving our likes, wasn't it, at that time? So we just mm-hmm. thought, we have to just do stuff.
0: Well, I think that's it. I think in Aberdeen, I'm kind of recognising those people who, you know, and they've got like a kind of creative outlet if they kind of start something, it's almost been like, there is a kind of online, even creative community. Well, even like what
2: you're, look at yeah. what you're yeah. doing, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and how, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it started from that idea, yeah. and you just carried it on, and, it, yeah. and now someone recognises yeah, so you. Yeah, you
0: yeah. it's awkward, like, oh <laughs> yeah, like, that's me. No, but that's like, all it takes, just yeah.
1: to, like, give yeah. a go. I, but I do think, I think, like it's, you know, when you do bring people in from the city, from uh, elsewhere, yeah. and they come to the city, you know like like when we, when we brought like john walter who we've done a lot of work with you know we've supported him since 2012 producing a lot of his kind of large-scale projects and we co-curated and and um, lily and mim with him and produced that that kind of um alternative group show which was obviously in the guise of a of a department store that that the smart gallery for us in lily and mim were turning points i guess yeah. in our creative careers in yeah. terms of just like we really upped the, the ante of like in terms of our kind of artistic ambition i guess and the way in which we the type of artists we were working with we were like we wanted to bring really kind of high profile artists to the city but also sit them alongside emerging artists from the city so it was about how do you in, you know inspire those young creatives yeah. to aspire to be like them yeah, yeah and i think that was really important for us and we got so much out of that and yeah. the feedback that but we they, got from those artists was well, the, how the generous it was Aberdeen's
2: also cool. the feedback just yeah about the city how it's such a beautiful place yeah. there's a harbour in your city centre yeah. the beach is 10 yeah. minutes away yeah. the granite yeah. buildings everyone because they're so so pristine looking to yeah. them compared yeah. to mm-hmm. at, you know but you, you just you forget but they
1: forget that but they see All it with that. fresh eyes yes. and that's yeah, yeah I think i so
0: spot on because I had like um my sister and that like family and my niece and nephew and my brother in law come up and there's like everyone's really nice here. You know, they're, very, they're living in London, they're living in a very kind of like and they're saying like, it's very overcrowded now, don't come back to London. Like, you know, you know, it's just like it's cool like when you see people come and actually engage with the city and have a really mm-hmm. positive kind of mm-hmm. view of it and saying like you know talking like Stonehaven and down to the beach. Oh it's yeah. beautiful something you can get kind of lost in that and I think for me it was kind of been like you know Aberdeen being my second home Mm -hmm. I do kind of see the beauty in Mm -hmm. Aberdeen? and some people kind of like why you know some people might be listening Mm -hmm. and being like why you know but I think it is a really beautiful city you know genuine nice people we've got
1: amazing cultural assets we are genuinely you know that's why we started Look Again because we were so sick fed up of people like you know seeing the city as wallpaper and just Mm -hmm. not engaging with it any longer and like, you know, when, and that was why when we redressed the statues the first year, the very first year. We, and I mean, that was like a really bold and audacious thing to do. when we think about it now, we're like, gosh. We were up cherry pickers, we were just like, what are we doing? Was that, was that I'm looking at birds? your, yeah, like yeah, I'm looking at, at William you well. yeah, yeah, like yeah. the space age warrior. We had death threats, we had people phoning us up telling us we didn't take them down, they were going to come and shoot us. And it was <laughs> just bonkers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're like, it's, it's only art. I shouldn't lost, but it's just, just it art. Like, like, it's okay, it's coming down. We not were like, we, we had people shouting in our everybody. faces and then you think to yourself, well, you're doing something right if yeah. you're, if you're, oh, it, if it yeah. was like, because it was, a, it, we weren't being, provo- we weren't being provocative for the fact that for, 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 for provocation's sake, you mm-hmm. know, we really wanted people to question, why do we have these statues? What do they mean? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what, why do we have William Wallace in Aberdeen? Yeah. What well, who is Robert, you know, Robert mm-hmm. Burns, you know, Robert all, you know, it was really, really important. Why do we have the money? You know, mm-hmm. and it was about getting people to become curious again. And to be to have a like inquire about their wow. city and what it meant to them and what were these cultural assets and honestly we were blown away by the first look Gallery. I mean, mm-hmm. we genuinely didn't expect to get the response that we did. 2015, 2015 was our yeah. first year. We started okay. developing it in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of we did the smart gallery for three years. We did that from 2012 to 2015 um I I've even spoken about fabric of the land as well we did that for like we did six of them didn't we that was with the University of Aberdeen um but yeah we we were lucky enough to and from you know we're two people at that time we had um another person working with us at the time as well and you know for us as a small art agency to be able to kind of partner with a world class university is you know that was like um you know for us that was amazing to Mm -hmm. be able to they for them to have the confidence in us to deliver you know to do it you know and and so it was a real privilege in that first year to to do something as audacious as we did and you know and like here we are well we're four festivals later Mm -hmm. and we're planning more and we're planning to do loads more stuff as well so which is you know from our point of view is really exciting
0: yeah i think Mm -hmm. might even look again this year like there's so much kind of stuff that's Mm -hmm. happening and it was really quite cool because I was kind of quite keen to kinda of let like people and I know colleagues kinda of say, Go to this, do mm-hmm. this and do mm-hmm. that. Actually, you get you know an office kind of environment, you have this lot of conversations like, nothing's happening this weekend. It's like, well, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Check that out and stuff, you know. And I think yeah, this year I think there's definitely a lot of really kind of special little things kind of happening. And I guess for you guys, is it like the planning for next year? Are you kind of in the stages of that already? Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. We started yeah. that
2: before well, that's <laughs> finished. That's good. Yeah. 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 We're already yes, we've got cool. like yeah,
1: we've got a couple of people coming up for their research trips in October and November. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to to kinda like uh, look at the sites that we've like asked them to make work for. And um, yeah, there's loads and loads of work going on behind closed doors just yeah. in terms of developing the thing we say the kind of things that worked really well this year is part of the festival i mean there was i think we're we're really keen you know it's not just me and claire for luke again there's other people involved in luke again there's hillary Nicol and there's laura riley you know we're a team we're a team of four um and obviously now we're we're no longer freelance we now are employed by robert gordon university to deliver the festival for them so it's like we've taken a massive leap of faith again you know so it continuing in your journey you know we've gone in some ways for us employment's risk rather than being self-employed yeah, just, and that's a really yeah. weird thing to say mm-hmm. but we're fiercely independent in the sense that we we you know we've developed ourselves, we've developed our name we we like to be able to grab opportunities but also create opportunities mm-hmm. and kind of seek those opportunities out so you kind of get a bit nervous when you become employed yeah. do you lose that identity yeah. so um, we're yeah we've taken a big leap of faith but we're really excited about the kind of future i guess in terms of what that's gonna bring for us for, okay. for ludicare
0: is there any kind of things that you've kind of thought about that like, project wise that you think okay maybe we can try and do this but it's been a bit too bold for you or both or you kind of thought like oh wait, wait a couple bit a few more months or a couple of years again like <laughs> no we <no>. <laughs> so. thought that yeah. but it's not gone. Now, yeah, it's everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right.
2: i think we have just yeah. said Yes, even if we've not yeah. been sure how yeah. it's going to happen at the time or how we would pull it yeah. off. I, I just, yeah, we actually we have.
1: I mean, I'm just thinking about, like, the... It's you know, uh,
2: actually not anything we've said no to. No, anything. we haven't actually
1: said no to that. We said no to the dolphins. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> we oh, said no yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, but we, that's probably the only thing that we've said no to because at the time there was just other stuff going on. But, yeah. um, but I'm just thinking around, you know, it's that thing about, you know, three guys over a curry... Um, had an idea about putting an art exhibition on in a geology department in the University of Aberdeen and then they were like, phoned, you know, phone me up and like, we want to do this project, We do it? And we managed to pull that off in a lab, in the 118 lab of the geology department in the University of Aberdeen and did that like for, transformed yeah. that lab into a gallery space, what, for three it was times? It like an open or... submission...
2: Okay. exhibition art and science oh, exhibition okay. um so yeah it became a it became huge yeah at one point had have to have yeah. selection panels and you know like <laughs> getting the work like so then,
1: yeah, we've done things like in a property development we did four blank um four blank walls remember oh, we yeah. did 4h plus that was basically celebrating the henderson family so that's like ann marquez david henderson lots of the, um from their parents right through to their grandchildren and we basically took over um, a property development in th- the two bottom floor flats. We turned into gallery spaces oh. and we had events in there. I mean, we literally... We did there
2: with the science festivals Yeah, well, the we, end of the world. End of the world, we and took the over tunnels, the tunnels. tunnels. Yeah. Um, yeah. okay,
0: I remember that. Like, I remember that yeah, presentation. Everyone that you had you the space. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was like, yeah. could you it tin foil. And yeah, yeah and that was, that. was and that cool. I remember seeing it. That's mad. Yeah, yeah. That um, was brilliant.
1: The projects that we've done with John have been, you know, we did the Oil Barons Club. I mean, that was probably one of our... Yeah. I think that was a, you know one of the best openings I think we've ever had in was Aberdeen smart
2: gallery and I think that was
1: transformational not just for us but for quite a few people in the city creatively I think people yeah. really were inspired by him as an individual and just his generosity as an artist um, Play park, play park. we you spoke about play park. we did Interzone that was the kind of inflatable sculptures that we sighted oh, across so the, the right, city there was
2: like a big red balloon wedge down in the green we had oh, a, big yeah. can, yeah, yeah. a
1: big spray can big spray can um, play park when we had the big oversized chest the hattieberg's yeah, chest set so the hallucinatory amazing. zoo you know we've done it's just it's it's endless and that's why our website's not very good because it's like how do we <laughs> tell their little, story kind of but,
2: but the, that's you another know. like that ends up being the problem they you have you're, you're so busy doing you know, all the stuff you never have the time that's to true. do the other important things yeah. you know, yeah. like getting your website in order because yeah. that's the one thing that people see yeah. but when do you make time yeah. to yeah. make
1: sure that you've got yeah. also.
0: And how well, do you yeah. kind of like balance that between like personal life, the social bits and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Sally's <Sadie's> laughing there. <laughs> like, how, how, know. You, how are you guys managing that? Like twelve years down the line?
1: I, well, it, well, it's merges everything. Yeah, it just merges into one. I just right. think it's like, um, yeah, it's in my DNA. Right. I cannot do it. It's just like, yeah, I wish I could be a little bit more <laughs> less involved, but yeah. I'm afraid it's just. I think it defines you. I think you just well, yeah, it's who you are. Yeah. Like it, and I, yeah, and it's it like it's hard sometimes for us. I guess where what, what I've noticed maybe a slight change in is that because I've got kids and they're that, they're at that kind of age of ten and seven. I can't really go to openings as much because I've got they've got commitments that yeah. I have to then sort of do. So I've noticed a shift in that that I can't get to as much stuff yeah. because I I have got family commitments. So that's probably more. Um, of the shift that I've changed, but yeah, no, I just we can't not do it. I could just, not do yeah, this, it does, it
2: kind of merges because yeah. your circle of friends are involved mm-hmm. in it, maybe. And yeah, and you do you your swimming, that yeah. you, you try well, hard the, to do the, other the, stuff, the, but yeah. you do
1: you <laughs> try, we, do to try. Bit, we go through yeah. peaks and troughs, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like where we try to be a bit disconnected and then, yeah, we'll always come back to but it. But I think it's the
0: worst thing as well when your phone's there and the switch <sighs> on <sold> as well, <laughs> just like, oh, I'm just gonna answer this message and. Yeah, you gotta back at all just calling like a few hours later. Well yeah, because yeah, right. it's
2: not like it's just nine to five. Yeah. You can't just come home and switch <clears throat> off yeah. and then you're not Yeah. You it? just
1: I, I think it's that thing about you know, I I don't know, I think in terms of the art world, you do have to work really, really hard. Mm. And people like and sometimes we get really I remember like a, a, through some some of the years, we used to get really frustrated about when people were like, Oh but can't you just do that for free?
2: You're like, we well, you yeah, ask a plumber to do yeah, for free it's yeah. a nice opportunity
1: for you Come sure. on, you, you, you for could just, you could just yeah. do that for nothing and we yeah. would be like but we can't do it for nothing yeah. because like you know so for a lot of years we were busy fools you know because we would just like go oh, that'll be that'll cost five grand but it actually costs eight grand you know because we didn't it, it was just yeah, that yeah. like you were finding your feet you know and yeah. so for a lot of the times you know you really were kind of grappling around to like kind of work out how to price jobs. That was really, really difficult, mm. wasn't it? That wasn't an easy thing yeah. to that's, Yeah, that's to one do. thing I
0: wanted to kind of touch on with you guys. I think for, like, people kind of up and coming in whatever kind of creative outlet they're doing just now, about kind of price and stuff, because I think there's that thing we spoke about off mic, imposter kind of syndrome, mm, yeah. and a bit of, like, cause some people saying, like, oh, so the producers are really good, but having that confidence to say oh this is how much this costs and how they price it and stuff like yeah. that so how do you guys kind of get your heads around that in the beginning a bit like
1: we got like, a business mentor that's what got our heads yeah. around okay. it in the end we didn't for the first no it's not because it's hard years. it's a
2: hard thing because no. you don't want to like outprice price yourself yeah. either and you don't want to miss out on an opportunity yeah. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the projects easy.
1: wiped their wiped their face didn't they yeah. literally we made no money on them there was no profit mm-hmm. at all um, but, but we did it because it was like tea cozy for us. Was about basically it was about marketing ourselves, and we really just loved. We loved that, didn't yeah, we? We well, loved. But we didn't make. We didn't make anything, no money. Um, so like yeah, I mean it was in the in the first few years it was it was difficult yeah. to yeah to, to kind of like cash flow that was quite difficult yeah. you know like um you you really did when I say every pound's a prisoner it really really was and then and then it was the three guys with the curry um one of the guys there he he came and did a lot of bit of mentorship with us and stuff and that made a massive impact he really really kind of supported us to rethink like smarter (laughs) pardon the fun but um smarter about what how we were um delivering projects time management um proper cash flows like Pricing jobs properly, like really thinking about your time. I mean, we know in the creative sector you never get paid for really what you put in Mm -hmm. because nobody ever does in this sector. Definitely not. But but you do have to think about how much time you're you're investing in projects, and actually you have to see a return on it. Yeah, you do have to, and you've got to value your practice. And the thing is, you don't want to set yourself way too high too early because you want to be able to grow. But at the same time, if you set yourself way too low, then you know, you're setting yourself up for a lost cause sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. and it is about confidence, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. It's absolutely about confidence. It's about and it's about sticking to that. Yeah. And it's about being consistent though. Because yeah. you can't just say, Oh, it'll be two hundred quid this day and then for this person it'll be fifty pounds yeah. and then some they start talking and they're like, Well why right. did yeah. I get charged fifty? Yeah. Yeah. And they got charged you you know, yeah. so you have to keep a consistency in how you do that yeah. as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, I think definitely from from what you guys are saying it's like and I was also kinda of saying what you've done, you know, in Aberdeen in that kind of space of twelve years is so much, you know, I could actually not be here and that you guys actually talk. I mean, like, think kind of reflecting on stuff that you've done. But I think we've definitely shown I think for people in the northeast of Scotland and beyond that you can have a sustainable career in Aberdeen. You know, you can be a creative oh, for and sure. a business yeah. and you can make it work. But it's actually put a lot a lot of hard work into that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: And no. use it, using it as an opportunity. Being in Aberdeen because
1: mm-hmm. it's a bit more open.
0: Yeah. You yeah. know, to mm-hmm.
1: to make a mark here I'd say. Yeah, and I definitely think it's about communicating what you're doing. I mean, yeah. it's like I mean, we're just we just launched. We we produced our first film last year with John, which was an amazing experience for us. You know, and that was working in London, and that was working with Home um, in Manchester. Um, we kind of um uh, were executive producers on that film, and you know, for us that was delving into a whole new like discipline that we, we we felt kind of scared because we it wasn't it wasn't familiar to us. But I think it's that thing about trying if you can communicate beyond the city walls about your expertise, your kind of skills and the type of projects you're doing, then you do get opportunities elsewhere. And we're just yeah. a way to open up. Um so we we've been working on Capsid for like two years, which is an art and science project, um and it's a way to open up in home in um at the start of November. I mean and that's been an amazing experience for yeah. us because that's us about that's us continuing to develop ourselves all the time and I think it's really important about pushing yourself into spaces that are like to try and develop consistently develop Mm -hmm. yourselves is really really important and that's what we 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 test ourselves all the time you know we don't like speaking like this this is a test for us I mean we're being (laughs) honest and we're it's not something we do but it's important that we do because I think is we do have quite a an interesting story and I think it's really important that if you do communicate and people hear it then you do get opportunities and I think yeah, it's really I think, important. Yeah, kind of
0: like definitely generating that kind of interest in what you kind of do. Kind of, kind of maybe further expands on that for someone, you know, for the business as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's kind of like the future plans for Smart just now? What, what's in the pipeline or can you say what's kind of going to be happening in the new year or the end of this year? Yeah, we've got a couple of
2: things. Yeah, there is. Um, obviously, our, well, the main thing right now is look again. Yes,
1: as, as a project, but yeah, for so smart, um, Capsid, we've obviously yeah. got we're, we're we're continuing to work on Capsid and develop, it could be some stuff like
2: Christmas, Christmas
1: yeah, yeah, site plan <laughs> for Christmas, oh, yeah. Really we're cool. gonna yeah. do hopefully do a few things in November and December for Christmas again, um, yeah, continue, yeah, continue to work like with we're not, we we're always looking for different opportunities, and I think like it, it's it. it there, it is a changing time for us because obviously we're dedicating a lot of time for Luke again and there's there's some really 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 exciting stuff a way to be kind of launched for Luke again and Luke again is more than just a festival and I do think that we're excited about the fact that it's by the city for the city and I think that's really important for us and and I think we do have some exciting news that will come out in the next. Yeah. few months about and
2: lots of opportunities to get involved massive opportunities yeah well.
1: cool. to get involved and, and it'll be i think look against developing into like a much more year-round activity so it does yeah. take a massive chunk of our time okay. but we don't want to lose kind of um we're holding on to our independence yeah right. um as in, much as we can one day one day, in the moment. <laughs> one day that one day is ours um but yeah
0: yeah no but no thank you guys for coming on i really like, appreciate you know if you come sharing the story about being smart kind of how all the interesting stuff you guys have been involved in it's just gonna like in my mind I'm trying to catch up a bit anyway, like, you know but you know i think definitely you know if you guys continue doing what you're doing i think it's like really kind of beneficial for the city and you know, that kind of creative scene in aberdeen thank you but yeah so thanks very much um Sally and claire for coming on the podcast episode 33 over it as well so I hope you Thank guys like, you. like it and you don't cringe as much. I can assure you we won't be listening I to know. it. <laughs> and you kinda of get your like friends to play it and say, Is it over now? Is it finished? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, thanks again guys for Thank you. On. Thanks it's for having us. Fun. Yeah, it's really good. And I hope you guys you've listened hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll catch up with you guys soon. Alright, take care for now. Yeah, so what did you guys think of the chat um, with Sally and Claire? Again, you know, I'm really enjoying, you know, connecting and speaking with local creatives, but I think, man, the amount of kind of interesting, and cool things they've been involved in, I think it's definitely a kind of a credit, you know, to the city and also to them and their work, ETHOS, and all the cool projects that they've been involved in. So, yeah, um, thanks again, Sally and Claire, and for coming on the podcast for a chat. Um, it was always kind of like, you know, interesting, I think, you know, them you know speaking about like pushing yourself in in kind of situations that maybe make you feel uncomfortable or also very much worthwhile getting yourself out there so yeah moving forward um, next week Monday's episode is going to be with Justin aka Honk and Gary um, from Doric Skateboards um, top 5 um, hip hop tracks kind of stuff that we did um, and thanks Gary for coining the episode um, Hip Hop The Dean so that's going to be a really cool um, a podcast kind of episode and it's something a little bit different which I'm always kind of keen on doing I enjoy the kind of creative chats and connecting with um, local creators but it's very much the kind of call to do something that you're also kind of passionate about. And that's for all three of us, it's definitely hip hop. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as well. And yeah, there's still loads of interesting chats up and coming in the coming months. So thank you guys for your support and sticking with the podcast so far. And I'll catch up with you again on episode 34. So that's bye for now.